with the fifth edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and I just want to introduce you to our Goblins of Conquest Group 2. So we have a new batch of goblins that our warlord has sent off to go take out some slavers. But uh, let's check out and see how well they do, since this is our goblins' first batch of running out of the Sunless Citadel. Alrighty guys, let me know what you think, and if you're interested in joining in some games, hit us up on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash cppn. I'm looking to do some Patreon-only games, so uh, make sure to sign up there and check out our posts. Alrighty guys, thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Yo. Yo. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hola. Hola, muchachos. Hello, hello. The girls outnumber the boys right now. Yeah. yeah. But the boys <laughs> technically in charge. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. got a, <laughs> I got the elite female goblin squad. <laughs> Is this like a Charlie's and the Angels situation going on? <laughs> He's the boss. I'm a bugbear. We we do have Bosley who's yeah. or not I'd be Bosley and then we have uh, Charlie that's uh, our warlord that we don't <laughs> see. Ew. <laughs> All right, give me one second. I got to step away to go grab a power cord. I'll be right back. All right. Okay. Oh, looks like Anaya just jumped into roll 20 so I can give her control of her character. Please! <laughs> I haven't actually looked at the character sheet yet. <laughs> See. But Andy's good at making character sheets, so I trust everything. Ah. <laughs> Wah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, well. No. As Andy decides to swap from goblin clerk to big ass scary bugbear. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that, which I'm like, okay, that works. I'm bugbear the barbarian. I mean, okay. I, I've always been of the opinion that barbarians are more tanky than most of the tank classes anyway. <laughs> they get hit more often, but only for half the normal damage. Yep. Well, and Anaya said, you know, maybe I want to play a cleric. And I was like, cool, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I always get stuck playing the cleric. That's and right. I've never played the cleric. So yeah. this is exciting and terrifying. And uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one. One less unruly goblin to keep an eye on. I can trust the uh, uh, bugbear to be a little more, you know, uh, in line and you know Militant. doing what they're supposed to be doing. 
Oh, yeah, no. Uh, not happening here. <laughs> As the bugbear merely does two things very good. And one of them is Snoo Snoo. Snoo Snoo. <laughs> Go interrogate the prisoner with Snoo Snoo. No. No. <laughs> but that's not what the hobgoblin's telling them. <laughs> I really like how the background that I found uh, worked with the the the, the character my character. Uh huh. It's way too nice for my character, but I really like how it looked. <laughs> oh, where's Tarkin at? I don't see my bird. Uh, I see your bird. Well, I He's... see the character, but or the sheep, but I don't see my token. Ah. I know you had a token out there at one point, I yeah, I did. Is it, the wolf on there for my wolf? Is that my wolfie? That is your wolf. My, can I can I name him? If you want. I so mean, can it be a wolf or a warg? It is not a warg. Warg <laughs> is a whole bunch higher level than a wolf. Okay. Eventually, I want a warg. That that's what I'm working for. I want to name him. Yeah. Let me know when I can name him. Uh, you should have control of him. Let me check. I do not. There you go. You have control of Wolf. Okay. Yay! I'm eventually going to draw, draw a photo of him. Okay. Oh, it looks like somebody has already moved Tarkin across the screen. I did. <laughs> you know, I fought long and hard, and I almost was going to call my, my wolf Moon Moon, but I'm not going to call him Moon Moon. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> hmm. You're calling your wolf Borf? Wow. Borf. That's the noise he makes. Borf. Tarkin sucks. <laughs> one, okay. one whole hit point. He's very, he's very <sighs> derpy. He's very derpy. He's very moon moon, but he's not moon moon. And David, see, do you see the... Tarkin's hit points? And... I do. My, my one hit point. Yes, and uh, one minus one, and I Talia, do you see Borf's hit points? I I can't even see the screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like it keeps doing weird things, and I can't see. Uh, I gotta figure out how to. It's like I guess a brand new screen, so I gotta figure out how to there make the go. token smaller. How do I make the token smaller again? Oh, why are like you the, portrait, the portraits? You mean the portraits at the bottom? Yeah. Uh, go to the gear the on settings uh-huh. and scroll about halfway down under the little green, blue, red box. It has what you're looking for is player video avatar size. And you can make it names only or small. I always make it small because my math's so full of crap. I got I to gotta do that. Mm, I might work. just do names only. So I'll... Yeah. Oh, that's so much better. Hmm. Oh, I just I changed it to names only, and it's way better now too. Oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. super small and just it's okay, nice. Where's Borf? I don't see where Borf is. Borf just got moved by somebody. Uh oh. Not me. Not me. <laughs> Not me either. <laughs> oh, there, there he is. Wait, there's two Borfs. There are two yeah, Borfs. Two sets of all of us. Because someone's going to delete their character eventually, so there's always a backup set. So why are you mixing sets? Put that one back! No! Put them back, put them back in a reason. What, why are so you putting all of you... I only moved mine. Why did yeah, you move he... both of yours? You only <laughs> get to play know. with one. Put the other I don't know what I'm back. Doing. One See, of them is his backup. <laughs> The reason we have okay. this is so I can copy paste by selecting everybody at once to paste you guys on the map. What's happening? 
Get rid of one of them real quick now. Well, apparently, <laughs> I, when I click that. on... What? Okay, so the one you took, Jim... Oh, sorry. So the one I'm moving right now... Okay. Then, right, then cool. you can keep playing with that one. That's you, That's the one you can okay. play with. So the, the number in red, what is that? That's how many hit points you have. And the number in blue? That's what your AC is. Okay. I so just that way you number. can just click your token, and I say, will a 13 hit you? And you can just click on your token rather than pulling up your okay. character sheet. I, I, I always looked at the character sheet and not this, so this is good to know. And if oh, there you're I an, am. If you're an alt-tab fan like I am for character sheets as opposed to having your character sheet blocking the map, go uh-huh. to your settings tab, the little gear, and like the first or second choice down the bottom is uh, use window pop-outs for characters and it'll make your character sheet as a pop-out that you can alt-tab to go to instead of having it in this same web browser for Roll20. Or if you do like me, if you double-click the top bar where your name is in a blank spot, it It'll minimizes shrink. it. That's yeah. what I do, too. See, yeah. I've got lots of NPCs I do that with, so I don't want you guys <laughs> in my way. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Different things. I'm on a laptop, so that works the best for me. Yep. Same. <laughs> Why do I have... What? What is happening here? What, what <laughs> is the problem? I apparently... All right, I gotta close some stuff out. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> What's up, mom? I'll be right back, guys. Okay. So everybody, we'll say take a quick five-minute break. Go get your beverages, get your drinks, get your internet browser working as need be. Okay. So I've never actually done D and D in Roll Twenty. Is there any? Quick thing so, I need to know. Yeah. So yeah, if you pull up your character sheet. Yeah. Okay. So are you looking at your stats page? Uh yes. Okay. So works like some of the others. So like if you have to do a say insight or anything, mouse over like one of your uh, skills, you'll see it turn red. Hello. Oh yeah and yeah. If you click it, it'll roll f- that item. In the okay. chat. In the chat. Okay. Um, Just for funsies. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, Try your character in. sheet out. Okay. Now what? Okay. So it rolls automatically the way it's set up for advantage or disadvantage. So basically mm-hmm. the first roll would be your thing unless you're rolling advantage, disadvantage. Center, it says attacks and spell casting. If Jim set that up, you should have most of your different attack type options in there except probably not some of the spells maybe i don't know how far uh, he went with you wait when you said center center yeah. of the first page center okay. of the first page there's mm-hmm. a spells attacks and spell casting yeah yeah okay see it and that's basically what you would click to use whatever weapons or spells you might have in there i don't know what he's loaded for you but no spells in there, but many weapons. Oh, there, okay. no, there's a there's one there's, right there. I see a there's spell. There's cure wounds and all there's that stuff. Couple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's where you're gonna click it, not the spell page. It's the spell, not page. the spell page. If you click the spell on the spell page, it'll just basically give description information. I mean, that's important too. But hey. No, it is. That's where you can go look to read on it. Um, when you're on the spell page. Mm-hmm. You want to click the I for information that'll expand it so you can read it. And, and oh, okay, I see what you see. Okay. Yeah, but if you click on the name when it's red, then it'll display it in the uh, chat list. And on your spells, there you'll see where you have level one spells. You have three slots total. So you want to turn that zero next to it where it says slots remaining up to a three, so you can keep track of your spells. Okay. Except for Charm Person is free. Yep. Charm Person is free. Okay. That's a cantrip? No. That's a racial ability, or no, a, a domain ability. So domain. you get that as an extra spell. Well, okay. that, that We're talking just about spells per day, basically. The spell slots. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, three spells per day, but you always have your domain. There should be two domain spells. Yep. There Charm is. person in disguise self. 
All right. Yeah. Those are, the so first those are always available above the base spell okay. uh, per day that you can have known. Okay. When you go, when you wake up of, and decide, God of my gods, give me new spells. Yeah, cleric's <laughs> kind of tough on this character sheet because if you really want to do it, the easiest thing would be to load literally all first level spells, and then that way you can choose choose which ones you have readied. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of work to load all that stuff over. I can't that's believe they don't have pain like in the ass. <laughs> I, I don't can't believe they don't have like a click to add from the information page but mm-hmm. so but the red if the little circles red if you click it it'll turn red to mm-hmm. show prepared or not prepared hmm in the spell slot under the spell list mm-hmm. page, the little red dot is prepared or not prepared that's what you if you if it's red that would indicate you have that as a prepared spell if you click it it'll be hollow which means it's not a prepared spell for like currently okay. on your sheet, you've got Shield of Faith and Guiding Bolt and Cure, cure Wounds. As says the yeah. ones that you woke up this morning and said, God, I want these three spells in my head. And yeah. okay. God and said, then... Goblin, you got it. Plus the two, plus the two domains. Yep. Which would be plus also the two prepared. domains. Okay. Yeah, which are her Those top are two. Always, yeah, which are always. Prepared. Because your God says you do this like second nature. Yep. So with the domain ones, is that a one one spell per rest thing, Major? Uh, no, it still counts spell? against your three spells per day. So you've it's got so it memorized. It's just that's the only thing it gives you is that you've already got it memorized. Yeah. So every it's morning. Like bonus, you, bonus spell slot or spell prepared per day. Yeah. Okay, so, so spell it's not slots like I can do are, all five. No, you, no. That's what okay. spell slots means is you have three spells and then you're out. So use those yeah. three spells, regardless of what combination you use, wisely. Got it. Okay. Same ones, whatever it is, yep. Like, and for your, your spells, you got Guiding Bolt. That's like the big-ass cannon spell. Yeah. It's for a lot of damage. Marks your target with advantage for your friends, you know. We went over <clears> all <throat> of her spells last night, but it was like one in the morning, so. Oh, <laughs> it was like, ooh, late. So I remember some have... You have an R to the right. That's a ritual casting spell. If you have it prepared, you can cast it as a ritual. It takes ten minutes to cast. But well, it's cool because that doesn't count does against your spells per day. None of them say R that I can yep, see. Yep, no rituals. Oh no, oh well, bummer. I do like. I thought it was interesting. I never really paid that close attention because I've done clerics, haven't done a lot of mages. So clerics, you have to have it prayed for. And you can mm-hmm. cast it as a ritual, and it doesn't take spell slots. But a wizard, you can you just cast a ritual out of your book, so you don't even have to have it prepared. Yep. You can just re, you can just cast it from your book, which is a nice advantage. Mm. So I don't have to worry about preparing like my detect magic and identify. I just read it yep. or cast it. So it's almost uh, like you have scrolls. Exactly. Well, it's not a scroll in that you're casting it from it. You're following the ritual right? to cast it from the book versus reading a scroll that dissipates Instantly the magic goes from off. the scroll. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that the ritual is taking 10 minutes to pop off. Right. So you can do ritual identify instead of wasting a spell slot to identify. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just hope that you don't get attacked in those 10 minutes you're casting the spell. Well, exactly. <laughs> but it's a nice option versus cleric where you have to actually have it prayed for for the day to do it as a ritual yep all right well other than that i'll have questions as we go (laughs) yep not a problem okay so one one thing as a goblin definitely Mm -hmm. look on the bottom right hand side of your character sheet where it's got all your cool abilities Mm -hmm. like uh your channel divinity is really cool your goblin has nimble escape, which means as a bonus action each turn, you can disengage or hide. Okay. And the fact that you've got blessing of the trickster, which is really cool. But for your channel divinities, you'll notice if you look on the left-hand side of your character sheet towards the bottom, there's four little boxes. 
where it says channel divinity, harness divine power, crossbow bolts. In Look the to the right. To the right. Ah! I was gonna say. Thank you. Okay. Channel, got it. What? Found it. <laughs> okay, so that's how many times you can do your channel divinity, which is at your current level just once. Okay. So when it talks about your channel divinity power, you have one use. Okay. Which will go up. <laughs> For rest, anyway. I want to be yep. all good on my saving face. <laughs> yes, your hobgoblin have... has saving face, which is the don't fuck up in front of the troops ability. Yeah, but I got five. What? No, I got <laughs> one, two, three, five. I got five allies because I was reading like familiar counts as an ally, or like the war or the wolf is also an ally. <laughs> so so when you use your saving face you will not have mud on your face I should should have four to five depending on how spread out we are any given time hopefully <laughs> as all yeah, of a sudden me. you're hiding behind you in your range attacks and you're all alone technically over there <laughs> yeah so yeah, anybody within thirty, any ally within thirty feet of me, I can add a plus to my check. Mm -hmm. Are you gonna add an NPC for the fifth person until we find somebody, or are we just gonna go forward with four? Just gonna go forward with four, because after all, in Sweet. fifth edition, four is the perfect number. So right. four level one characters equals a level one CR monster, which by the way, yeah. CR does not work. No, not very well. No. <laughs> because lower... But we're second level. Which means I could use yeah. a CR2 creature on you. Yeah. Please. Ah, and then if we helping. had a fifth person, it would be a CR2.5. Yeah. Which I've seen characters kill something way higher than they should be able to kill. But that's just because good rolls are good tactics. But then again, that's yep, kind of yep. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, not terrible, not the best. Do you know, Anaya? Do you know how to roll dice? Nope. Hold on. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Um, well, go most ahead. of it you're going to be clicking your abilities and stuff, but in your character sheet. I'll be right back and yeah. get the barking dog in, so I have to deal with it later. So after I definitely <laughs> found the dice in the sidebar thing. Yeah. On the left, and do you know how to um, snap to center and select and move? I know how to select and move, but I don't know how to snap to center. Okay, so there's one, two, three. It's the fourth one down. And okay. then the very top, it says snap to center. And mm -hmm. if you click that, mm -hmm. um, hang on. That's not what I wanted. You can, wherever your character is, mm -hmm. you can count how many squares it is. Oh, right. Okay. So that you can figure out how much you can move. Yep. Okay. Great. Great tool. Just got to remember when you want to actually finally move, you have to go back up and select the pointer. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise you're like, why am I not going anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> like me yesterday in that game when I picked the wrong token. <laughs> How do you pull your character sheet out of the to make a separate window? Where is that again? In the upper uh, left-hand corner, there's like two rectangles. Uh huh. Next to your name. That's Click on them. That'll bring it out as its own window, separate. Is that what you wanted to do? I have no idea. Did you try minimizing it by double-clicking first? See how you like that. Oh, no, I, I figured it out. Never mind. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I prefer not to tab back and forth windows. It's easier for me to just double-click the little bar, minimize it. Mm-hmm. I guess the 12 ain't bad. 16 will be good. Thank you. 
So the bugbear's a barbarian. Barbarian. Yep. Nice. Nice. I'll be right behind you. Don't worry. <laughs> She's totally gonna be a beast Always. with her giant sword and five foot reach. Yep. And you you're yes. totally gonna be a badass with your pole arm with its five foot reach. Yep. Yep. I hope so. Or my whip. <laughs> As long as you don't use it on me, we're good. Now we know why you're in charge of the Lady Goblin group. There's a whip. I try not to use the whip on on my minions. I mean, uh, my my allies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your minions? My my allies, I mean. No. Actually, actually, my hobgoblin, he follows... Uh, who the hell is it? Uh, unless things change, Godwise or what? Uh, Bargervek, who basically is the kind of the Can we all peacekeeper. He kind of believes in that the tr- goblin tribes all need to be working together and united to be strong, not fighting amongst themselves. That makes sense. So As he, gods he, go, he's kind of like that first Viking that said. Hey guys, why are we all raiding each other? Let's get on our boats, go to that island continent, raid those assholes instead. Exactly. <laughs> like everybody else is free game, but we as goblinoids should not be warring amongst ourselves. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> So which one of these are which one of these Woo! Oh shit. Which what? one of these tokens is mine? Um let There's me this one here. Is that the one that I can move around? That's the yep. one that you can move around. Is it just moved around? Yeah, I know. But I mean <laughs> I meant is it the one I'm allowed to move around? It is the one that you're allowed to move oh, around, yeah. yes. Yeah, the ones up top. The bottom right row leave alone. Okay. Because those are the ones I'm going to be putting on different maps for you. Goblinoid war camp. Dun, dun, dun. That's way more nice for a goblinoid. Two, two, two well, technically, that's a hobgoblin camp. Oh, well, that's why it's all organized. That's why it's got that you know <laughs> Roman warrior esque feel, where it's very unison and. <laughs> yes. It's totally not a goblin warren, that's for sure. No way. No. No. Those uh, rolls are my portent, by the way. Oh, okay. Just make sure to jot those down so you have them somewhere. Yep. Those are good rolls. Not bad. Not bad. I'll take them. So basically what he's talking about, guys, is those are rolls when he foresaw the future. Where he will assign those numbers to roles in the future. Oh. Alright. Because he is yeah. a diviner. He he does his future telling thing. I'm sure he, he has some huckster skills on the side for when he wants to tell people their future. <laughs> As the bugbear is creeping up behind somebody with her long her great sword in the air and he's like you will live a long and fulfilling life. Okay, so just a little bit of bag backstory since this is Goblins of Conquest Group 2. So the original Goblins of Conquest group is based on the concept that a hobgoblin, paladin of conquest, whose background is archaeologists, discovered that there's an ancient goblin society that all the societies, especially elves, by the way, especially high elves, especially the Eladrin of the high elves, decided to wipe out goblin history and totally wiped you guys out of the history books. Total smear campaign, by the way. So since, since he discovered this, he's on a mission to assemble as much ancient lost goblin knowledge as possible to possibly make a goblin kingdom. If anybody's played uh, Eberron, you know the goblin kingdom I'm talking about. That's his dream. Mm-hmm. To have a nice civilized goblin empire where they're their own nation of power and strength. 
So that's the pretense of the warlord who went down into the Sunless Citadel and liberated you guys from the asshole that used to be your war chief. And now your your new war chief, in his benevolent greatness, has bequeathed you guys extra equipment, which is why you guys had 50 extra gold to spend on equipment, and basically sending you guys off on important missions to solidify your organization. As I say, organization with air quotes. <laughs> so currently, Group 1 is heading off and trying to discover some more goblin ruins that... Uh, it's in a place called the Swamp of Sorrows, which totally, according to the ancient maps that your boss found, was totally a grassy plains where the goblins lived, like Mongolian warriors with wolves, before they established themselves into, into subspecies of uh, breeds of goblin. Because, of course, <clears throat> goblins were bred because they needed a fast army, so within seven years, goblins can fight. And, you know, bugbears, because who doesn't want a bugbear on their side? It's a bugbear. It's an eight-foot-tall goblin that can hide and murder you in one shot. <laughs> Speaking of which, on your character sheet, have you looked underneath your weapon attacks? Who are you speaking to, me? I'm speaking to our bugbear, yes. Weapon attacks. What about them? So do you notice under your weapon attacks how you have two things called rage damage and surprise attack? Yes. See the little checky boxes? Yes. If you check those boxes, it will add that to your attack rolls automatically. Oh, Okay. Just thought I'd point that out to you, since that's like a new metric that most folks ha haven't actually used. I totally okay. need to point that out to my barbarian in the other game to make his life easier so he stops forgetting. Sweet. I mean, Hopefully I'm cool if I you want to forget, forget your plus two damage, but you probably don't want to forget yeah. that. So, of course, you're a benevolent warlord in all his, you know, wisdom, because he's a paladin, so he's got good wisdom, has decided to send you guys to go disrupt some slavers that are north into, like, the, the badlands north of your guys' nice underground shady warren that's a nice house that you're, you're sad to be leaving, especially now it's under new management. Obviously, the female goblins now are empowered because their new warlord is, like, Go do shit and have fun. As opposed to your previous warlord who was just like, female goblins, stay in the war and make baby goblins. Fuck you. Oh, sorry. Wait. <laughs> so it's totally cool that your new warlord is feminist. Because he thinks female goblins can kill as easy as well as male goblins. The power of your yeah. new benefactor. I have seen greatness of the future of the female goblins. <laughs> I mean, you can't have a hobgoblin warrior without a hobgoblin woman making them. Just saying. It's a whole Spartan thing. <laughs> okay, so you guys are basically being sent north up into the Badlands. You have some information about these slavers, because of course these slavers have captured goblins as well, because you do know from the basic information we were provided that this band of slavers is mostly half-orcs, humans, and orcs. Basically the way it works is orcs and half-orcs and humans go out and kidnap people, they take them to this abandoned old city, and then they sell the slaves off after they've you know indoctrinated them for a while. Gross. And the humans are definitely not of the good variety since they're, you know, hardcore into slavery. And the orcs let the humans do the talking, but the orcs do most of the head smashing. And the half orcs are that convenient. Well, it was a dark and steamy night that night. And uh, <laughs> orc mead ran quickly. And nine months later, you have half orcs. So your mission is basically just to uh, go there, as it's explained to most of you except for the Hobgoblin, and uh, get in as well as you can and jack the place up. And of course, free any goblins and bring them back to the, the Warren. Of course. Because that's kind of what your boss was thinking, was the fact that you can start bringing goblins from other tribes and showing them your new benevolent and great goblin society. 
as opposed to the old one where uh, if a goblin talked back to a hobgoblin, he was just murdered like he talked back to a Sith Lord. Yeah. Whip. Pretty much. Slash, slash. Slash, slash. The whole goal of lower, lesser goblin society is make sure you're the last one that gets killed. because after all in your afterlife it's not a pleasant place because it's basically Ragnarok without the cool party stuff (laughs) (laughs) your evil god in in, uh, Goblin Valhalla huh nope your god murdered all the other competition and when you die you become a a foot soldier in his eternal battle in hell Jesus. It's not fun. No, no niceties. He's a total douchebag. <laughs> but currently, he's the douchebag in charge, unless you guys level up high enough to free your ancient gods if they exist. Or create new pantheon. Which may be why your cleric is, you know, worships who he she worships. <laughs> so backstories for each of your characters what does everybody know about each of you guys let's go ahead and we'll take turns and say uh gildren what does the group know about you our hobgoblin uh, haven't hashed out a whole lot yet on him backstory it's actually one of my few i haven't um but so you're you saying know, you're he's... very aloof and you don't associate with the lesser troops no no not at all he actually through his uh, divination and that he has seen the the ways and the changes of the of the goblin uh, goblinoid clans and has seen that the oh you cut out there hello uh, I, I hear, hear you. him I hear I, you oh, okay yeah so basically he he actually is friendly to all the goblinoid uh, types. He believes that in, in uniting and working together, not um, through coercion and, and stuff that the goblins will become greater. So he actually believes in um, working with and respects um, all levels of goblinoids. Ah. And they, do know he is a great wizard of uh, ah, you you cut out there again, or maybe me. I mean, yeah, yeah, no. I think no? he just stopped talking. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> really? No, I'm talking. Yeah, I just stopped talking. So. Oh, okay. You hear me? It, it yeah. was a, no. it was an abrupt stop, so I was worried that maybe you got oh, cut off. Right. No, no, yeah, no, he, they, and they know, he, like I said, yeah, he's a, a great wizard of, uh, of of knowledge and things of the future. Okay. It's, it's kind of spooky how he kind of knows how things might happen. He knows things and drinks wine. Mm-hmm. And carries well, a now, big polearm. Yeah. Okay, so what about Ragna, our bugbear barbarian? Which so, is the best combination ever. <laughs> so, uh, Ragna um, grew up in the woods, away, you know, not necessarily near a goblin camp, but our goblin warlord, or not goblin, but whatever he is, our warlord guy uh, came across me and told me his plans for a better future. And I was like, that's a shit ton better than uh, eating you know, whatever I can scrap up in the forest, so I'm going to follow you. And um, I've been in a couple of smaller campaigns. The warlord was like, hey, you're really loyal. We like you. And um, decided um, to put me with you guys because he knows that he can trust me. And any mission that Ragna's on does not fail. Yeah. Totally. So how about Nyx, our goblin ranger? So Nyx is very feral. She's like <laughs> barely, ba- barely housebroken. Um, 
literally raised by wolves. Um, uh, but basically uh, is really more comfortable in the presence of her pack than she is with uh, uh, just other <laughs> sentient beings. Humanoids in general. Does not trust humanoids in general. But she also fights with her urges of is just absolutely fascinated with shiny things and mechanical things and just the tools of humanoids. So she only interacts with humanoids for their tools and their shinies and stuff like that. (laughs) And so she has a loot, like she found a loot and she's completely enamored with it. And, um, and she likes the noises it makes. And, but she also likes to use it as a weapon, a literal blunt instrument. Um, <laughs> El Kabong. And the only reason she's along is because she's a good pathfinder and she was promised shinies. It's really all it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> okay, so that leaves us last but not least. Uh, Serac, our oh no, not Serac. Exna. Well, Exna, our cleric, our goblin Hello. cleric. <laughs> that that that's you. Yes, I said hello. But but what does the group know about you? Uh, you know, little things here and there. Just just a goblin as... doing what they can. Just a little goblin doing as I can. See how sneaky and aloof she is. She should not be trusted. Okay, I'm so so gonna... you keep very much to yourself then, and don't uh, don't say much. I am very independent, and I'm free spirited, and uh, no one's gonna tell me what to do. So there's that. But at the same time, I'll do whatever I want. So let's have fun and do whatever. <laughs> okay. So uh, you guys have been sent for your mission. You've had time to prepare for it. You've, of course, spent all your extra gold, right? I don't know. Well, you Honestly, can ask Andy that question. Honestly, I haven't had time to, but we can Neither pretend. have I. Okay, we can say later on you whip out into your backpack and you find out that, yes, you did, did exactly that in, in advance, just forgot it was sitting in your backpack. Sounds good. Cool. So what exactly is your plan? Uh, Oh, Hobgoblin leader. What is our plan? Um, How far out is this place? uh, This is going to be like a good four weeks worth of travel to uh, get to where you think the place is. You're going to have to find some informants to tell you exactly where the place is. Because according to what you've been told, most people that are brought to this place have a sack thrown over their head type of thing. So uh, you're 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 gonna have to find someone to give you directions, willing or not. I mean, there's totally ways to do this, as you know. You just you know, totally know that you can capture some guys, and you know, you know the symbol that they use, which is basically like this, you know, spiked dog collar looking symbol. I will follow you. Um, so four weeks out, that's four weeks out by foot. Is there any transportation available? You can ride Borf. Yeah, unfortunately, your benevolent mm. overlord has not done well in securing wagons and land vehicles. Now, by the way, this is four weeks to your end point, to your, your destination. You do have to probably make a stop off or two along the way. You do know that there's a quarry. It's an old dwarven quarry that they basically now use just for stonework. That's that's operated by slaves. There's bands of this orc tribe that wander around. You guys can ambush. Mm. I mean, there's lots of options. What what type of option interests interests our uh, leader of the group? 
I mean, there's always the option that you can just sell your goblins into slavery and follow them to the, the, the headquarters. <laughs> you can just yeah. tie them both to a stick and have the bugbear carry the stick like a hobo sack. <laughs> I don't know that I necessarily... I mean... I don't know, at least not at this point. I don't know that I want to go in with a play like they're a prisoner. Um, I think crack. that that would probably uh, not go well. Well, not as we travel the lands. Maybe if we get closer and if that would be a last resort, um, I would rather work our way there and then raid the the camp from by surprise, if possible. So are Did we gonna go to the? Hear him kind of like cut out. Who? David? No, I, I mean, heard him talking. Yeah, he was he was clear that time. It okay. was earlier then for I me. He was cutting out. My side just skipped. Ah, weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I seem to be able to hear him just fine. Okay. So, but yeah, we might want to yeah stop on the way, you know, at the different waypoints. See if we can find information. Yep. Maybe uh, one of our more talkative group members might oh. be able to get some information. Sure. Yeah, that's definitely not my forte. Oh, I love it. I love talking. He's talk. a strong, so silent talk, leader. Pretty much. <laughs> I can talk I, to I them. Know, I know I things. can totally talk to them. Who do you want me to talk to? <laughs> Yeah, my charisma is eight. So Me too. I, I know, yeah, I know things. That's all. I hit things. <laughs> A lot. I hate things too. Okay, so so does it sound like you're just wanting to head that general direction and see what you run into then? Yeah, I think so. The fates will bring enlightenment to me as we get closer. Ha 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 ha! Trust destiny to take you where you need to go. Oh goodness. Well, the, the like future it. will, the future will come to me and and clearer as we get closer. <laughs> I I both like and fear that uh, plan. <laughs> <laughs> I will divine. Sounds good. Let's go. Okay, so uh, you guys basically grab up your gear and you know do the whole. We're gonna head out. Your war chief says, good job. We're going on a mission ourselves to go check out some ruins, so we won't see you in a while. And uh, good luck. All right. Let's rock it. I have to have this war camp stuck up on my screen all the time. You You can exit out. I know I can, but, like, was I supposed to? I'll close it because you can bring it back up under the uh, little newspaper thing yeah. where your character is uh-huh. all right it's down there okay yeah i didn't even think you guys would open it i just figured eh, i'll put it there no, oh, it, it, it popped up, up on all it our up. oh okay when you post or add new docs or what it auto like pops everybody it seems like yeah i just added it so you guys could see what a uh, well-functioning hobgoblin war camp looks like <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay. Yeah, I guess we're, guess we're walking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if along the way we find somebody that we can gank their their horses, we'll take them. That could That's probably a be a great thing. idea. Ooh, perfect. Sure, there will be some unsuspecting humans along the way. That that could totally <laughs> be a thing. Okay, so you guys are heading north. Your 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 ranger. Who, by the way, what is your favorite environment, Ranger? Do you like trees? Do you like hills? Do you like urban environments? If you look on your character sheet on the bottom right-hand side, it'll have, like, favored terrain, something along those lines. Grasslands. (laughs) Do you like grassy plains? Do you like the tree forests? What kind of terrain are we in right now? Currently, it's going to be light forests. So what are we doing? 
Look in your you character sheet. You have to pick sheet. what kind of terrain you like. Well, Which no, I, I prefer Liar. I'm, I'm forest, so. Okay, so forest. Okay. So uh, it is your favorite terrain. You may want to read that ability just because it'll help you out since you are in the forest, by the way. It is okay. so nice. So uh, as you guys are heading up, I'm assuming you're having your ranger lead the way, right? Sure. Okay, so uh, Nix, go ahead and give me your survival role as you're guiding the group. That's her scout. As your scout's totally saying, I know the way. And with an 18, she's like trailblazing you guys this path. There's that red line growing up the map showing that you're safely avoiding dangers as you guys are going up. You know, it's a couple days that have passed, you know, basically three days have easily passed with no problems. Is our ranger using their ability to keep the group fed, by the way? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. So uh, you guys head out there and on the midday, basically noonish, of the fourth day of you guys is traveling. Your ranger kind of does the hand signal for everyone to stop because she's, you know, on point ahead of you guys by a nice safe number distance. And she kind of does this whole, you know, hold up thing that gets everyone's attention so they stop. So, Nix, go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. I stealthed. Stealth. Not as our ranger's kind of like straining her eyes to see what the noise is up ahead, but she can't quite place it. But she definitely knows there's some some action up above, up ahead. So are you going to double back? Can I, and... should, can I roll for for um for uh Borf? For for Borf? Because you he's a wolf. He probably he have he has better ears than me. Well, basically, you can try, but then how is he going to communicate what he sees to you? Don't I have a... I thought I had a thing. You do. That's what I'm asking. A thing. <laughs> you have a thing. I know exactly what you could do. Speak with animals. You do. You You totally can cast that spell. So are you going to have... Are you going to cast Speak with Animals? I probably would have cast speak with animals as we're going, but that's yeah. But it yeah. only lasts. It only lasts ten time. minutes. So are you burning okay. your spells in the first hour of the no, morning? No, I'm not going to burn spells in the first hour. Okay. But, are, uh, never mind. There are other options. There are other options. Well, I, okay. So let let's do this. If he seems really alarmed, <laughs> then I'll cast it. Okay. Does he seem really alarmed? Roll perception on Borf. How do I do that? Pull up his character sheet. Okay. And does he have skill in perception? Let me take a look. Yes, he does. So you should be able to just click the word perception and it will roll for him. So immediately Borf like kind of like squats down in that protective. I I sense danger ahead. Uh, Okay. So, yeah, then I'm going to roll uh, speak with animals. So, obviously, since, you know, Nix failed to spot the danger, but Borf did, you're going to, like, you know, good boy, and uh, you can't speak with animals, so you can have conversation with them. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, basically, what word does your wolf use for human? Pink things. Pink things. Okay. Two leggeds. Well, we're two legged. Two tender meat. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically communicates with you that uh, up ahead, in in you know, fifteen strides, you know, which is like a good hundred and fifty feet, you know, you know, it's a good solid distance ahead. He smells the scent of pink things, a- and he pats his paw to tell you that it's more than five. But not ten, because unfortunately he can't, he can't count packs that well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so I relay this to the group. I'm hidden already. Okay, roll your <laughs> stealth and let's find out. No, I already did. Okay, with that twenty-three, yes, you are no. hidden. As the bugbear like, just I'm disappears. Well, as soon as she said stop, I was like, oh shit, and I I hid. 
She blends into the environment. Okay, so you're going back to tell the group. Yep. So uh, next, you're going to go back to the group and tell them? Well, I told them to stop. They should be behind me. Well, yeah, but you're ahead a little way. If you're so. walking point, you're like 50 feet ahead of the group. Oh, I am. Okay. Yeah, if you're walking point, usually the person on point is, is like 50 to 100 feet ahead. They're scouting ahead for danger, basically. Okay, then I'm going to turn to the group, put my finger to my lips, and very slowly kind of do the come hither. Okay. Okay. Move forward quietly. Okay, so uh, each steps. of you guys give me a stealth, except for a bugbear who rolled more than good enough for her stealth. As you're just seeing the shadow pass between trees. Well, as I'm moving forward, I'm mentally telling Tarkin, uh, move forward, you know, fly high and scan ahead. Okay, so so Tarkin's going to, how, how far ahead? Uh, well, no more than 100 feet from me. Okay, is he going to go above the tree line so he could see up ahead? Yes. Okay, yes. so so you give him the command and he he flies above the tree line doing his thing. As our goblin trickster is not rolling well for stealth at all. Nope. She wow. decided to pull out some bells. That's just wow. A trickster that can't trick. Wow. Hey, give me a minute. <laughs> okay, so sadly, you know, our, our cleric is stomping her, her big little feet, making as much noise as she can as a total diversion for everyone else. Right. <clears throat> but uh, as you guys creep cord, you, you hear some ruckus up ahead. Sounds like it could be combat. It could be some, some you know, construction. You're not quite sure. It's just ruckus. But your your scout was keen enough to stop you guys before you got much closer. As you know, you guys are gathering up, starting to talk. Of course, Tarkin is flying off in the distance, and of course, you know we've got the whole Beastmaster bit where our wizard is seeing through his familiar eyes for up to a thousand feet, right? Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a hundred or no. Let me look. I forget. It's far better if I pose it as a question like that. See, see. <clears throat> and and uh, the noisy little goblin is stomping her little feet. Let's see. Um, hundred feet. So, are you giving Tarkin any commands once you know he flies past the hundred feet to come back, or? To- well, no. Well. Basically go 100 feet out, see what we can see, and I'll send them forward as we move forward. But I'll have them kind of so stay at stays that. in range. <laughs> yeah, so so at the peak of the 100 feet, because he moves pretty fast, he gives you yeah. the message that there's commotion up ahead, but it's just out of view. So he'll okay. have to scout a little further ahead. Okay. Well, I'll have them stay there until we move up closer. But that way I can see if anything might or by chance comes our way before we get up there. Okay, so you just have him kind of like perch on a tree or just keep circling around? Um, yeah, we'll have him perch on a tree so he can watch the road. Okay, so he kind of perches on the tree. Now remember, you're kind of, these are game trails that you're, you're, you're walking on for the most part. Okay. So it's, it's, you know, very woodsy, very, you know, tall grassy, you know. Right. So you guys have all gathered up. Are you discussing any tactics or anything? <laughs> Goblins tactics. Yeah. yeah. I say we creep up uh, quietly and slowly, see what's going on. Yes, until we can, totally I can get a Until I can get a better view uh, with Tarkin. Okay. Okay, so you guys basically, uh, what kind of formation are y'all grouping up in? And as I say that, you'll notice the map will slowly materialize. Oh. And you guys are at the I, very bottom. I am. I am flanking in the hidden parts of the the rusher rush near the front. Right, so we're so we're at the bottom on you're, the left or you're right, right here. 
Oh, okay. Bottom dead center. All right. Heavenly and it's a trails. little thicker woodlandsiness than the pictures show in here. You know, the trees are full okay. of leaves and all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Places for me to hide. <laughs> Perkins. Like, uh, up here somewhere. I'm gonna sneak forward. Yeah, I mean, I'll follow kind of behind somebody. You know, you guys. I'm gonna Ranger. be. I'm trying to. Is there a way to? Because I'm gonna, of course, be writing on on Orf. If you drag, do a left click and drag. You can move both tokens. You highlight. You can highlight both and move them together. Yep. Okay. Or you can totally just put Borf aside and put a symbol on you that you're riding him. Because that means you're moving with his speed, not your speed. I think he he can move more than me, can he? Probably. Good chance. He does have four legs instead of two. Yes. I can count. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, that's smart goblins. Is his speed on here? Yeah, he's got a speed of 40 feet, and I have a speed of 30. 30. Yes. And since you're on a mount, you may see a pop-up for mounted combat come up on your screen. So that while you're mounted, you have two options. You can either control the Uh mount or allow it to act independently. Intelligent creatures, blah, blah, blah. Uh, You can control the mount only if it's been trained to accept a rider, which it has. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. So now you know what mounted combat is all about. Kind of. And since the what size is your wolf? He is medium, right? I I guess. If you look on, I mean, if you pull up his character sheet, it will tell you his size. Oh, you didn't add that to the thing. Uh, medium beast. Yep. So he is able to have small creatures ride him, such as goblins. So you may want to take some time to read the mounted combat stuff. It's a quick read. So uh, so you guys, you're writing Borf. Okay. So you guys are all kind of creeping closer. Give me one yep. more stealth roll as you guys you know, are spanning the extra like 60 to 70 feet was needed for Tarkin to get <clears throat> close enough. Oh, that is good. God damn it. That's even with studded leather, man. Now, if it helps, our cleric should totally look at her divine things that she can do regarding stealth. Oh, yeah, you can give somebody a bonus. Okay, I was trying to read them earlier, but it's hard when people talk. Uh, Where? Where am I looking? (laughs) On the bottom right-hand side, there should be something about uh, Trickster's Gift, something like that. Trickster's gift. Trickster's gift. That may not exactly. Of the trickster. There you go. Yes. Starting when you choose this domain for the. Oh. Uh, I need to touch a willing person. <laughs> hey. You. I, t- I touch you, and I'm next to you. So hey. Um, to give an advantage on dexterity. Uh, stealth checks. This blessing lasts for one hour or until you use this feature again. Basically recast on somebody else. But you can't okay, use it on and yourself, that's a spell? which is tricky. Nope. It's just a thing. That you you come up and you give them the blessing of the trickster. Okay, then I go, touch. So who are you touching? I'm, I'm touching um, Ragna. Okay, so Ragna, just remember that you have uh, a blessing for your stealth rolls. Okay. So you guys are getting closer. Uh, so close. And when you do, uh, Tarkin kind of gives the... How does Tarkin communicate with you? Does he give, like, the cacas or what? No, nah, it's mental. It's a familiar. But, but, so he but probably when, just can give you When he's talking images. in your head, what does he... 
Are you just seeing like the Beastmaster, or is he? How does he talk to you? Well, if he alerts. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's uh. This is totally uh, flavor text for you. Is he talks with the Cagney accent? You know, does he talk uh, with a very formal approach to you? Does does he just say "caca" in telepath? Musta, you know. Yeah, probably more of a, yeah. I mean, it's a raven, so kind of that raven. So mentality t- they tend to be pretty smart birds so Lots of Chinese. Ahead. totally the raven from the uh live action disney you know the dude that gets turned into from a raven to a human maleficent? for yeah from oh, maleficent. maleficent so immediately he he kind of you know caca master there are humans chopping trees up ahead Ka-ka! Okay, I will kind of signal to stop for a second, and I will take and see through his eyes. Okay, so so and, you immediately you know take a moment and put put your hand against a tree to steady yourself, so you don't trip over while you know things may be happening. Yep. Now, is this the first time the group has seen you do this? Uh. Might not have had any real opportunity to since we haven't really been out on any missions yet. Okay, so you guys kind of see him kind of like for the first time, kind of put his hand against, you know, something and kind of like he seems out of his body right now. He works out, huh? Yeah. So up ahead here, good solid distance, you open your eyes and you see it looks like a bunch of human woodsmen basically woodcutters out there chopping into trees what you thought was the sound of battle is obviously the clanking of their axes into the tree and they simply seem to be taken up in the job of chopping these trees up you know they're they're obviously woodcutting and that's a good place to wrap it up there thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th edition a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cppn to never miss a show or stream. Hello, this is Eric. And Wendy Strzok with Stone Valley Hobby and Games. We sell board games, card games, role-playing games, and supplies. We have thousands of Magic the Gathering cards available, carry Kickstarter products, and work with veteran-owned small businesses to bring you our own line of products. We are a small business retailer, but we offer competitive prices, a loyalty system, and free shipping on orders over $100. As a military veteran myself, I'm a strong supporter of our armed forces, their families, and contractors out there doing the hard job. So any order from an AA, AE, or EP address will be shipped absolutely free. Remember, StoneValleyGames.com, where we take your leisure seriously.